Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guest for the day, I always like to start with a marketing tip to get your week started and a self-care tip to keep your week going. So marketing tip of the day. Um, For some reason, this came really strongly before I started recording this. So I just really want to talk about the importance of video marketing and showing up on YouTube and showing up on videos on your websites, in your emails. It is now basically almost the second biggest way that people really engage with your content. So if you're not doing video marketing, it is time to do it. So really think about it as you head into 2022, into holiday season, to really start pre-planning a really good way to campaign videos into your marketing. Self-care tip of the day. What is my self-care tip of the day? I talk so much about meditation and working out. Um, I would say my latest self-care tip that I've tried to do regularly is journaling. And I probably talked about this so many times before. It is so therapeutic to gratitude journal every day. Like, what are you thankful for that happened today? You know, what are you thankful for in the future? Like, if you put out the gratitude, it will come back. You know, it's so powerful. And I think not enough people do it enough. And when you do it, that's when the magic happens. Like, just trust the process. So do some gratitude journaling. Now it's time for my amazing guest. I am so excited to have the fabulous Kate Doreen. She is the co-founder of Doreen Team Lending. Her and her sister Alex are taking over the mortgage industry in such a male-dominated world. It's so awesome to see two sisters rocking and really taking over. Um, They're not just, even though their corporate headquarters is based in Boston, they work with people all over the country. So it's really, really awesome to hear it from a female perspective. So excited for you guys to learn more from her. So stay tuned for the amazing Kate Doreen. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next On Scene, everybody. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Kate Doreen, the co-founder of Doreen Team Lending. Her and her sister, Alex, are amazing rock star loan officers based in Boston, but work with people all over the country. Hi, Kate. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, Jackie? Good. You are such a unique egg. Like from when we met, I was like, you are going to be such a unique loan officer taking over you and Alex. Like you guys are doing so amazing. So tell us, you know, out of all industries, like being that it's so male-dominated, how did you and Alex kind of fall into this world? Uh, so funny enough, it's seemingly genetic because both our father and our uncle are in the mortgage industry. Our father was in a lot of um, you know mortgage management, worked at a bunch of different companies, and our uncle is a private mortgage insurance rep. So even though we both studied very different things in college, we still somehow found our way into the financial field. So Hilarious. I can only blame genetics. I love it. Hilarious. So what, what was like the first place you ever, did you ever work with your like family that was in it or? I did actually, my sister has not, but my previous job before being on the lending side, I worked for a private mortgage insurance company and my father worked there as well. So what was that was, dynamic? Like, honestly, it was fun. Like we were so separated. Like he was many, many reams above me. So we didn't interact too much, but 
it was kind of cool to see him in his element, you know, outside of the dad role and more in his professional role. So it was, it was a pretty cool experience. I love it. And the Duran team lending is very new, which is so exciting to talk about. So what inspired you and Alex to kind of come together and really launch this? You know, I think the pandemic changed things for a lot of people. And it was during the pandemic that I just started thinking about what I saw myself doing in, you know, five, 10, 20 years. And I realized that it didn't necessarily align with what I was doing, even though I loved what I was doing. Um, I just didn't see myself there long term. And so I just called up my sister one day and I was like, hey, what do you think about putting our heads together? And, you know, we've always been better together. We have very complimentary strengths. So I called her. She said, hell yes. And from there, it just kind of snowballed and happened pretty quickly. That's so exciting. So for people who are so unfamiliar with your world, like, can you talk more about like what even goes into the process of starting a mortgage and like when people should even consider getting involved with that? Yeah. So a lot of people don't realize that when you start the process of looking into what you can afford, um, you start with a pre-approval and you really should start long before you even consider going out and looking at homes. And the reason for that is, is because a consult can be one of two things. It can be, hey, here's what you can afford today. Or after we take a look at your situation, we can say, hey, you're going to be better suited in six months to a year to two years to buy that home. So if you start looking online or you meet with an agent and you find the house of your dreams and you realize that for some reason you're not in a position to buy today, it can lead to a lot of heartbreak. So I always recommend do it, you know, six months before you're even considering going out and looking for a home just to start strategizing. I love it. And also too, just because we've worked together now, I've, I learned so much from you, Kate. I really do. So like, tell me more about like, people think that Credit Karma, I mean, I'm a prime example, right? Like have used it forever, like, but how they're not always so accurate. And I think a lot of people think that they are. So I think it's really important for you to talk about that if you're open. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I love Credit Karma. I check it every day just to keep <laughs> an eye on what's going on, you know, make sure my identity hasn't been stolen. But People look at that as if it is their credit score. And it's really not because there are two types of credit polls. There's a soft credit poll, which does not damage your credit score, does not affect it. And that's what Credit Karma is. So when you're going to pull out a new line of credit, like say you're getting an automotive loan or a home mortgage, that's something called a hard credit poll. And there's a difference. And so oftentimes I'll talk to clients and they're like, oh my gosh, my score is 800. And then we pull the credit and it comes back in at 760, which is still a great credit score, but it's not the same. So I always tell people, use it as a gauge to say like, this is the ballpark I'm in, but do not assume that that is your exact credit score. That's super good. Super good. It's such a great egg to share because I think a lot of people think that. And it's just so important, right? Because they're not loan companies. They're not mortgage companies at the end of the day. Like that's not what they do. No. Yeah. Helpful tool, but not 100% accurate. Yeah, totally. So can you talk more too about like the actual process? So you said people should come to you six months minimum in advance. Yeah. And I, again, I have something... 
I have some people that come sooner than that. It, it's really whatever your, your personal timeline is. But what we would do is you start with filling out an application and that just kind of jumpstart the process. And the most important things that are going to be taken into consideration is obviously your credit is super important. Um, we're going to take a look at your income, see how you're paid. Are you self-employed? Are you a W-2 employee? Um, we're going to see how much money you make. And then we're going to compare that to your liabilities, which is if you have car payments, maybe you already own another house, things like that. And then we're also going to want to take a look and verify your assets. You know, back in the day when the market crashed, part of the reason of that was somebody could come up to me. You could say, hey, Kate, I have $100,000 in the bank. Let me buy this house. And I would just believe you, <laughs> which is crazy. So nowadays... You want, like, to, you want to think the best of people, right? I probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> I know. I know. It's It sounds nice, but clearly it didn't work out. So um, we, we want to look at those things and verify it, cross-reference it. And that allows us to kind of get a full picture of your financial blueprint. And then from there, you know, I would talk with the client. We'd say... Do you have a price range you're looking in or do you have a monthly payment you're trying to hit? Then we would discuss down payment options. And from there, we just kind of come up with a strategy. We, we look at it, we say, how much do you want to spend? How much are you comfortable spending? What's a deal breaker for you? And from there, it's sort of a, a custom map to home ownership for each client. Huh, I love that saying. That's creative, custom map. <laughs> That's well, everyone's different. Out. That's cool. Super cool. Yeah, everyone's different. No two clients are the same. So right. it's important for people to realize that when they start the process. I know. I love it too that you're not just, even though you're like corporate in Boston, like your headquarters, but you guys work with people, you're licensed in multiple states. So can you talk more about that too? Yeah. So we're licensed in um, Massachusetts, obviously, um, Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Maine, and then Florida for snowbirds. And North Carolina as well for a term that I recently learned, which is called halfbacks, where people from New England want to, you know, get out of the cold and they move down to Florida and they're like, look, I can't do this. I need some seasons. So they move halfway back and settle <laughs> in the Carolinas. So fun fact of the day. I've never heard that either. Right. I just learned it. Love these little nuggets today. The custom map. <laughs> That's hilarious. So funny. So now we know about the process, right? So how do you work with real estate agents? How do you work with lawyers? Like tell us how your relationship works with those types of um, career paths. Yeah. So we're always trying to partner with Real estate agents, obviously, they tend to be the lifeline of a loan officer. They're working directly with the clients. Oftentimes, they're the first step. Not necessarily the way it should be. I do oftentimes think people should get pre-approved before they reach out to an agent, but a lot of people don't know to do that. So we work really closely with agents and supporting them and marketing and events and ways to help them give back to their previous clients, but also grow their client base. And then same thing with attorneys, you know, an attorney, a lender, and a real estate agent are the three most important parts of a mortgage transaction. And you can't have any weak links. So we're constantly trying to cultivate new, strong relationships where we have really important partners that we can rely on. And then outside of that, you know, CPAs, financial planners, people like that are great resources as well because they're the ones analyzing their clients' financials and saying, hey, rates are low you're locked in at a high rate. Give Kate a call. She'll be able to help you out. So good. I wouldn't even have thought to include that. That's brilliant. It's like the core key things that you need to complete the goal. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So cool. All right. So outside of being a loan officer and doing all those cool things, you are a bulldog mom. Uh, which I love. Fanatic, yes. Cutest, <laughs> cutest dogs. They're so cute. Buffy and Hamlet. So please tell us more about how these names came about, please. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. So I got a Hamlet back in the day when I was single and um, I was an English major in college. And so I was always trying to come up with like something cute. And then I thought, I was like, what if I go food related? Because bulldogs are just such, he's an English bulldog. And English bulldogs are such goofy, grumpy dogs. <laughs> so I started thinking in the realm of like, different foods I liked. And I stumbled across ham. And then I just had a eureka moment because I almost named him Biscuit. <laughs> and he is not a biscuit at all. That's just not his temperament. Um, and Hamlet came about and I was like, oh, it's just so refined and literary. It's a throwback to my college days. So uh, that one was just kind of a light bulb moment. And then Buffy was actually named by my husband, who is obsessed with Sarah Michelle Gellar. And an avid Buffy the Vampire Slayer name. Hilarious. So, <laughs> yeah. I think they totally look like their names too. You know, <laughs> like when animal, when you just meet somebody, you're like, yes, that totally fits you. Like 100%. So Hamlet needs, he needs a regal name and Buffy is as spunky and fearless as they come. So cute. So, okay. Back to work. So we're going back and forth here. <laughs> so what are, what would you say are goals for the business? Like over the next like year, like what are some goals you guys have? as a team. Yeah. You know, we um we haven't sat down to do our goals in terms of numeric goals for next year, but really all we want to do is we want to grow our base of referral partners, you know, keep helping people, get our name out there and just help more families because at the end of the day the cool thing about being a lender is when a year finishes, you look at the number of loans you've done and that's directly correlated to the number of people that you've helped. So I think we just want to scale at a manageable pace so that our service levels never suffer, but continue to grow and help more people. Do you remember the first one you ever closed? Well, I do, but that's special because it was actually one of my best friends. I love it. Share a story. <laughs> yeah. So one of my best friends, she was a bridesmaid at my, my very recent wedding. And we started talking one night. They were over at her house, her and her fiance, and they were talking about buying a home. They were living with family and they had a great setup, but they're engaged and they kind of wanted to set their own roots. And um, we started talking. I'm like, hey, why don't we just pre-approve you? And we started talking and like a few weeks go by and, and nothing really comes of it. And then one day we connect and she's like, let's go ahead and get pre-approved. And they 100% thought this was going to be a one to two year process because they didn't think they were in a position to buy. And fast forward, I put them in touch with an agent friend of mine who's fantastic. And within four months, they had bought a home. Amazing. And it was it was so special. And they always say to us, they're like, thank you so much. We we honestly had no idea that homeownership was in reach. And it sounds cheesy, but it's true. A lot of people don't realize that they're in a position to buy when they are, already are. Which is why it's so important to even like just explore it when it feels right, right? Instead of like last Absolutely. minute or... Absolutely. So cool. Was that like one of your fastest turnovers? Have you done faster than that? Um. For me personally, that was really fast. Um, I mean, they got lucky. Really <laughs> yeah, they, they got really lucky because they only lost out on one other offer. Um, and it was pretty cool because their offer on the home they live in now was not actually the highest offer. 
they just really liked that my team had pre-underwritten it. It got a, it was a really strong offer letter from the realtor. And so that was pretty cool. Um, but I do know my sister has turned some loans around pretty fast too. So I can't speak for her, but for myself, you know, I mean, listen, Kate, that's really impressive. Like (laughs) super impressive. What was one of your most, so that was memorable, but what's one of the funniest client situations you've ever had? Do you have a memory of that one? I'm sure there's one. Uh, You know, it's hard to say funny because when you're dealing with such a high stress process for people, you know, there's so much money involved. There's so much heart. Um, I don't think they ever think things are that funny. Okay. That's a good one. (laughs) But I've certainly hung up the phone and had my fair share of laughs at reactions to things. So (laughs) I mean, that's hilarious because you're probably like, why? Like, why? Just why? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because, well, they don't know everything. They expect you to know everything. So. Absolutely. And again, it's, yeah. there's emotions are high. It's a lot of money on the line. Yeah. So emotions are high. So we, we try to be as understanding as possible, but every so often you just gotta, you just gotta hang up and laugh a little bit because otherwise we'd go crazy. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So I want to talk about fun facts about Kate. So obviously you're the bulldog mom. Um, I also want to talk about your fashion because I think it's so fun. Thank like you. you and Alex have such different styles. I love her style too, but let's talk about, cause I feel like you really are like fashion forward, even if it's like the standard monochrome black, right. With white. Did we yeah, no, I, I've loved clothes ever since I was young. Like my signature look when I was, I think I was like five years old was bright red cowboy boots. I would just wear them around the house. I always wore them on the wrong feet. And so I I didn't quite understand how to put together an outfit back then, but I just always liked what I liked. And so I think that's one of the fun parts about me and Alex is we're so similar in certain ways and so different in others. And aesthetically is one of the major differences in terms of how we dress. So I've always been drawn to dark, moody things. I was an emo kid in high school. So um, I think I've just always known very much what I like and I've had no problem going after it and wearing it. I love it. And also too, even with your wedding, like your dress was so elegant and simple, but it was like bold. Like it was such a bold statement, you know? Yeah. I don't even know what color you would call it. It was like close to white, but I don't know if it was like rosé or champagne or I don't know what you would call it, but... He pulled it off. That's all that matters. (laughs) It looked awesome. Like, so fun. Thank you. Okay, so what's another fun fact about Kate that people might not know about you? Ooh, what's another fun fact? Well, I love to travel. I know that's not super unique. A lot of millennials love to travel, but it's something that's always just been really important to me and my husband. Um, I didn't travel a lot growing up because, funny enough, my dad traveled for a living. So on holidays, his reward was not getting on an airplane. Huh. Yeah. So I think that kind of um, molded me as I got older. I studied abroad in Ireland for a summer in college. And from there, I just got the bug. So uh, Jaron and I try to take one big trip every year. We we just got back from Tahiti, which was really cool. And um, we already looked amazing. How far is that by flight, by the way? So it was six hours to LA. Then you, there's nothing direct from Massachusetts. So six hours to LA. Then we had a slight layover and then it was another seven hours to take. Damn. Yeah. It worth was it though. worth it. Totally worth it. 100%. Yeah. And all the flights to Tahiti, at least right now are night flights. So 
I got a lot of rest in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a win. I can't, I'm yeah. not like a plane sleeper. You can sleep on planes. I can sleep anywhere. That's a fun that's fact. Amazing. That's a fun I fact can sleep about Kate. Anywhere. <laughs> that's a really fun fact, Kate. I'm yeah. just putting it out there. That's very impressive. Goal. Yeah, you give me five minutes right here, and I'll be asleep. I love it. That's a really fun fact. <laughs> okay, so before we play game time, it's just a fun way for more people to get to know more about you. Can you share how people can follow you on socials, get in touch for any consultations and anything you want to offer the audience? Absolutely, yeah. So just to let everyone know, consultations are complimentary. There's no fee to fill in an application or to get pre-approved or anything like that. That's all complimentary. So it's never too early to start the process like we talked about earlier, but if you want to follow us on Facebook, you can just do facebook.com slash Drain Team. Instagram, it is Drain Team Lending. Twitter, it is also Drain Team. Um, and then if you want to reach out to us by phone, you know, 617-943-9298. And then our email is just Drain Team at mortgagenetwork.com. So uniform, easy, and uh, reach out whatever, whatever way works best for you. We check all of those mediums all the time. So shoot us a note. Awesome. I'll totally include that in the blog too. I do like a blog summary after. So I'll include that. Love awesome. it. All right. So let's play some game time, Kate. All right. All right so what that. is Kate Duran's favorite meal? Ooh, uh, dumplings of any kind. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So where did that come from? That like a hobby of interest? <laughs> I, you know what I think it is? This is going to sound really funny and really inauthentic, but my family lived in Raleigh, North Carolina for a while. And this was back in the day when it was like nothing like it is today. Not a huge food scene, um, a much smaller city than it is now. And the only restaurant that we would go to as a family was P.F. Chang's. <laughs> so, That's P.F. Chang's, not authentic at all, but I loved their, their um, pot stickers, I think they call them there. And I thought that was like the height of cuisine. And so from there, as I moved city to city, every, I just always wanted Chinese food. And then I learned what really good, authentic Chinese food is. And I'm just addicted to it. What a fun fact. I ask this all the time. <laughs> Nobody has said dumplings, Kate. That is like so unique. I love it so much. I love that. I love it. So fun. Okay. So this is great because you're fashion forward. If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? Oh, ooh, I think it would have to be, I have these Spanx leggings that they just suck everything in. They're super comfortable. They're like kind of a moto theme. I'd say a long black sweater, boots, and depending on what time of year, some sort of oversized jacket. Cute. All right. What kind of boots are we talking like anklets? Are we talking cowboy boots? Are we talking high? I tend to like, not like a true ankle boot, but like a little bit higher, maybe like a Doc Martin. I like a lace-up boot. Yeah. Who doesn't? Love yeah. that. So if, fun. I, if I need to kick something, I can do it. You know, you never know. (laughs) That's such a fun fact. You're full of fun facts today. So good. All right. So now this is a travel question because you talked about travel earlier. So where's your favorite place you've ever traveled and what's a bucket list place you've never been you want to go? Amazing question. So I would have to say my favorite place I think was, would probably be Santorini because Ah, I love beaches, but I love that in Santorini, it's walking. You, it's a walkable city. You can walk to all these restaurants. You get the little city feel. In terms of you know vistas, it's absolutely breathtaking. But then you can also go camp out on a lounge chair and jump in the water. So that's probably my favorite. And then I really, really want to go to Croatia. Cool. Yeah, I think. So Split. what's there that you want to go? 
again, I think it kind of has that same vibe where you get a walkable city or walkable like town feel, but you're on the water. I'm just, I'm a Pisces. I'm a water bug. The more water, the better. So um, I, I think that that's probably, I have a lot of places I want to go, but I think that's probably next up on my list. I mean, that's not far from Greece, right? How far is Croatia from Greece? I did not do well in geography, yeah, but I know it's not that far. <laughs> I mean, they're all in Europe, right? So it can't be that far. That's basically why I was saying that. That's yeah. so awesome. How long ago did you go to Santorini? I went, I think it was three years ago. One of my best friends from college got married there. That's awesome. It was unbelievable. It was a college reunion in paradise. Couldn't have asked uh, for a better time. Sounds incredible. Love destination weddings like that. That sounds Oh, incredible. yeah. So it was unbelievable. All right. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody you've never met, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? I'd probably say Robin Williams. Oh my God. Such a good one. I just love him. Hook is my all-time favorite movie. It's if I'm sick, I watch Hook. (laughs) If I'm happy, I watch Hook. If I'm sad, I watch Hook. I just love it. It was something me and my sister and my family watched a lot growing up and He's just magical. So I think I, I think I would say Robin Williams. I love it. And it's so sad, like what happened to him, you know, because he was so talented. I remember where I was when I heard the news. I was sitting at Deep Ellum, my favorite restaurant in Alston, Massachusetts at the time. And our server came over and told us and we were so sad. Oh, it was so awful, sad. but... I love him too. You know, which movie was one of my, I mean, he's been in so many amazing movies. Mrs. Doubtfire was like one of my favorites of all time. Like, come on. Unbelievable. It's like the classic, the classic Robin Williams, right? He's just, everything he was in, he was magnetic. It was just unbelievable. So good. This has been so much fun, Kate. Can you share with us again how they can follow you on socials, get in touch for a consult? And yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. So Facebook, it's just facebook.com slash drain team. Instagram, it is drain team lending. Twitter back to Drain Team. Um, our email is Drain Team at mortgagenetwork.com. And then my phone number is 617-943-9298. Love it. The Drain sisters are the best. Absolutely <laughs> cannot recommend them more. You are awesome, Kate. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning yeah. in. Coming next on scene and stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene.